Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. I think you can tell that I'm probably fall allergy smitten again. But I'm going to try my best to go ahead and get these digabits out there. We are in month three. We're talking about the anointing of David and the anointed nature of Christ our Savior. As I am approaching this very first digabit for this month, I have been asked the question by others, about the spirit that came upon David in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and the spirit of the Lord that left Saul in that same chapter. We're not going to discuss the evil spirit that we read about at the very end of that chapter when the evil spirit was upon Saul and it says it was an evil spirit from the Lord and then finally in verse 23 that evil spirit departed from him. We're going to save that for our next dig a bit, but we're going to focus today on verses 14 and 15 and we'll read the context beginning in verse 6. This is when Samuel is anointing David, looking for David. It came to pass when they were come that Samuel looked on Eliab and said, Oh, surely the Lord's anointed is before me. But the Lord said to Samuel, Don't look on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord doesn't see as man sees, for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah to pass by. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, the Lord has not chosen these either. And Samuel said to Jesse, are these all your children? And he said, there is yet one that remains, and behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, go fetch him, send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he comes hither. And he sent and brought him in. He was ruddy and he had a beautiful countenance and he was goodly to look to. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. We're going to talk about that evil spirit next time, but this time I wanted us to talk about the spirit that left Saul and the spirit that came upon David. I think that it's really important for us to understand that this spirit that we're studying has also been mentioned in the same wording in some different places in the Bible. So let's notice those as we study together. 
Let's look first at 1 Samuel 10, verse 6. 1 Samuel 10, verse 6. And this spirit that's departing from Samuel came upon... I keep getting those names wrong. This spirit that's departing from Saul came upon him in 1 Samuel 10, verse 6. It says there, Samuel here is anointing Saul. And it says there, some directions from Samuel. Samuel, verse 1, took a vial of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance? And then in verse 6, it says, The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be turned into another man. So God was taking this humble, nondescript... He was tall, but nondescript as far as leadership skills that had been noticed. He's taking this man from the tribe of Benjamin, and he is anointing him to be the captain over his inheritance. So we see here in verse 6 that what Samuel says was going to come upon Saul was this same spirit of the Lord. And he got, and God in verse 9 gave him another heart. And all those signs, even his ability to prophesy, came into actuality that very day, verse 9 tells us. And so, what do we see here? We see another heart, and we for sure see that it was a heart that was directly guided by the inspiration of God. This is God's Holy Spirit that is guiding in a direct way Saul in 1 Samuel chapter 10. Now I want us to look back just for a minute in the book of Judges. And let's first start in Judges chapter 3, verse 10. I think this is probably going to be Othniel. So we look at Judges chapter 3 beginning in verse 9. And when the children of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel who delivered them, even Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. And the Spirit of the Lord came on him, and he judged Israel and went out to the war. And the Lord delivered Chushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, and his hand prevailed against Chushan Rishathaim. I really like what it gives us here because it tells us that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Othniel here and because God had raised him up and God gave him here obviously guidance in the details of what to do in this battle against Chushan Rishathaim and God gave him the ability to defeat the power that he needed in his troops and in his judgments in Judges chapter 3, verses 8 through 10 there. And then we look at Judges chapter 6, verse 34. I just want us to see that there's a pattern here. Judges chapter 6, verse 34. And we have Gideon here. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, and Abiezer was gathered after him, and he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, who also was gathered after him. And he sent messengers unto Asher and Zebulun and Naphtali, and they all came up to meet him. And Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, 
I'm going to put this fleece of wool in the floor, and if the dew's on the fleece only, and it's dry on all the earth beside, then shall I know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. So here we have God and Gideon in close conversation here. We have God guiding Gideon's steps and giving him the power to overcome the enemy and win the battle. Same theme here as we had with Othniel. And then we look at Judges 11, verse 29. And this time we have Jephthah. And you remember Jephthah and you remember the sacrifice of his daughter. Well, it says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jephthah. And he passed over Gilead and Manasseh and passed over Mizpah of Gilead. And from Mizpah passed to the children of Ammon. And then he vowed his vow. The Spirit of the Lord was on him. And we remember that um, he was also conversing with God at this time. And God was directing Jephthah directly. Then we read Judges 14, verse 18. I think this is going to be Samuel. Judges, um, I'm sorry, Samson. I cannot get one name right today. I think that this um, little cold or virus or whatever it is that I have is giving me brain fog. All right, Judges chapter 14 and verse 18. This is... Samson, the men of the city said to him on the seventh day, do you know my riddle? What's sweeter than honey? What's stronger than a lion? And he said to them, if you hadn't plowed with my heifer, you had not found out my riddle. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And he went down to Ashkelon and he slew 30 men of them and took their spoil and gave change of garments to them, which expounded the riddle and his anger was kindled. And he went up to his father's house. Now, whether God was pleased with this action or not, we do not know. But we know at least here that the Spirit of God intermittently gave Samson power. Because we see that all throughout the book, the end of the book of Judges here. Actually, it's just the middle of the book of Judges. But then we go to Judges chapter 15 and verse 14, same character. And we read, when when he came to Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the cords that were on his arms became his flax that was burnt with fire. And his bands loose from off his hand. And then he found that new jawbone of an ass and put forth his hand and took it and slew a thousand men with it. So here what we have is God giving Samson this amazing extra measure of power. And he's also giving him some direction. They are in conversation. Look at verse 18. He was really thirsty and he called on the Lord and said, you've given this great deliverance into the hand of your servant. And now uh, shall I die for thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised? But God Clave out, carved out a hollow place that was in the jaw in Lehi, and there came water out of it. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again and revived. And he called the name in Hakore, which is in Lehi unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines 20 years. This is before, of course, he went to the harlot of Gaza. This is at the beginning of Samson's amazing 
judging of Israel. But what we see here from the judges is that this spirit of the Lord was a spirit that came with the calling. In David's case, with the anointing. In Saul's case, with the anointing. This is the spirit that God put upon his appointed leader at that time. What did it do? Well, I don't know all about what it did, but I can tell from these passages that it gave these men direct revelation. Saul prophesied. David, of course, the Bible is full of his prophecies, and he's even quoted in the New Testament several times as being a prophet. So in the judges and in Saul's case and in David's case, the Spirit of the Lord was the appointment of a divine relationship where there was going to be conversation, guidance, and power. And I believe that was what was taken from Saul at the time that David was anointed and given to, rather, David. God's special leader was going to be David. He was going to be the one who was directly conversing. He was going to be the prophet. He was going to be the one who was directly told how to guide and lead Israel, just as those judges received the Spirit of the Lord. I hope that this is helpful for your questions, and we will discuss next time a little bit about that evil spirit that plagued Saul after the Spirit of the Lord left him. I hope that you have a great day.